in this episode of LDL Letters, we have a listener who has some really good words of support for her ex-mo girlfriend. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And it's the things I think that a lot of us can relate to. And we have a few laughs. Oh, well, that's the, the best part. The huge. Mm-hmm, the huge. <laughs> Should we get to the huge? Let's do it. Stay tuned. All right. Be right back. Mm-hmm. We are supported by apostate coffee, a damn good cup of joe. I would like to bear my testimony that you will love this blend with every fiber of your being. Uh, you mean bean? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Les Bean medium dark variety roasted in small batches to ensure freshness, zero bitterness, and balanced acidity. With the sacred, not secret combo of caramel and cocoa, very fancy. Mm-hmm. This coffee will nourish and strengthen your body. So stop drinking subpar coffee. Give the Lesbian Blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. That's apostatecoffee.com. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. And this is episode 27 of LDL Letters. The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail a Podcast. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a little sing-songy there at the it end. It happens. It happens. Yeah, it does on a regular basis. <laughs> You're m- I would say it's more appropriate for you to say, you know, I, I got a little unsing-songy just now. Hmm. Because that would be. I'm feeling a lot of love from you this morning. (laughs) (laughs) From across the table. Do you guys ever have like bad dreams and then (laughs) when you wake up, it's hard to recover from them? Like your feelings are still hurt from whatever happened in your dream or you're still angry? It's kind of the space I'm in right now. I'm still... It does happen to you. I've been up for, you know, an hour at least, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'll be mean to you in a dream and then, you know, you'll be mad at me and it's like... I. I was just lying here. I didn't didn't do anything. (laughs) I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. When I dream, they're very, very real. Yeah. Like the feelings are real. It's it's full color sounds. You know, it's it's like watching a movie. Yeah. So I'm still in recovery from the dream. In the dream, it was my ex-husband being very not loyal. (laughs) Well, you are exes. Yeah, but I just was angry. I was yelling at him in the entire dream, and he was just, like, not caring. So, there you go. Well, there you have it. (laughs) What a great dream. There you go. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I bet we have a letter that might put you in a good mood, though. Perhaps. That's what we're hoping. Yes. This letter (laughs) comes from—now, she she gave pronunciation here, so I'm going by what the pronunciation is. Uh, Jean Nate. (laughs) What? What? <laughs> that was a perfume from the 70s and 80s. 
It was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's amazing. Jean Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, oh Jean Nate is a funny one, isn't Thanks she? Thanks for the laugh, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. She, she figured an old fart like me would appreciate mm-hmm. that. Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay, well, Jean Nate writes... <laughs> Okay. Dear Mary and Shelley, I wanted to write to you and thank you both for your podcast. I look forward to listening to your episodes as they come out, both the letters and the regular edition. My girlfriend and I both started binge listening a couple of months ago and are completely caught up. All right. We think you are both hilarious. Uh-huh. Well, you would be correct in your <laughs> thoughts. Let me start by apologizing for all of the my girlfriends that I'm going to lay on you because of some of the details of this letter, I can't give you her real name. Okay. Feel free to make one up for her. Ooh, should we give her a name? <laughs> What's a name that would go with Jean Nate? Stetson? <laughs> <laughs> or Old Spice. <laughs> so we're with Stetson. Okay, so it's Jean Nate and Stetson. <clears throat> Stetson was raised Mormon, and as I have learned more about what that meant for her past and present, I have become extremely grateful to have been raised without religion. So Jean Nate, not Mormon. Okay. Stetson, raised Mormon. <laughs> Sounds about right for some reason. When Stetson first started listening to the podcast, she binged her episodes and started telling me about them. This opened up a dialogue for us to be able to discuss her Mormon past, which had previously been a touchy subject. Oh, wow. Even though she has given up the G's and damned herself to outer darkness. See you there, Stetson. <laughs> by leaving the church, being a Mormon is still a large part of her identity. For me, my knowledge of the Mormon religion mostly stemmed from the All About Mormons episode of South Park. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you will learn more of the truth about Mormons right. from South Park than you will ever learn in Sunday school. I still have to watch that stuff. because I was trying to not watch it sort of on purpose because I didn't want to hear stuff that could be a foom pod. See what I'm doing here yeah, for the, you're all for the listeners? The yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was well beyond beginning to think it's all fake stage. <laughs> so my question's like, do men really get their own planets with as many wives as they want? And do people really believe in a religion based on golden plates that only one guy ever claimed to see? We're not exactly palatable for someone who had come to the conclusion that they had lived their whole life being deceived. Listening to your podcasts helped me to fill in some of the blanks without having to ask, but it also makes it easier for us to continue to discuss all the things that you bring up and to sometimes be able to laugh about them safely. That's great. That's awesome. We yeah. found that— um, You have to laugh at it. You do. Otherwise— Yeah. I mean, I mean there's room for all of it. Sure. All the emotions. All the emotions. But, but um, laughing definitely lightens it. For sure. It's interesting because this is not the first person who's written in saying that the podcast has helped them in their relationship with their— Either Nevermo or Exmo, because there's just yeah. more understanding there without having to ask the hard questions, you know? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where are you going with it? What yeah. hard questions? I don't, I don't, well, I don't know. Like, just, it's easier to hear us rip on the bullshit than to ask your girlfriend, did you really believe oh, I it was see. gold plates? Like, it could sound very condescending, I would imagine, sometimes. And so for us to just talk about it all. You know, for some reason... You were never offended when I said, you believed what? (laughs) Because at that point, I had come to realize I was fucking brainwashed. That's it. I was brainwashed. That's a really tough thing to admit to yourself Mm -hmm. because then you have to take on the fact that you thought all of it was either a lie or you were duped or something 
you know, along those lines, you know, yeah. and, and that sucks. That's a hard realization to come yeah. to. Yeah. Not everyone's ready to do that. No. For me, though, once I grasped that, it was actually comforting to realize, you know, I'm not stupid. I'm not mm-hmm. a gullible person. But in that instance, I was brainwashed. Right. So for Stetson, listening seems to have overall been cathartic, but has also been a sometimes painful process of dealing with the years of brainwashing and abuse. Yeah, I feel you. For sure. Though she spent nearly 40 years as a practicing Mormon, she never felt like she truly fit in with the rest of the beautiful people, as she calls them. How funny. The entire religion is predicated on standards of belief, behavior, and service that no human being is capable of fully living up to. Yeah, no kidding. How could you? You can't. You are exhausted all the time Mm -hmm. and doing all these callings and trying to look like the perfect Mormon. I mean, it wears you out. Like, your mom has been doing it for a lifetime. And my mom is a fucking train wreck. Yeah. She's an emotional wreck. That's true. So she's not a good example of how <laughs> of how you can do it. No, you can't. She's a fucking mess. I bet somebody can. I Find me know. one. I, well, I don't really know a lot of Mormons. I mean, except for the ones you've introduced me to, and they're usually ex. <laughs> I would say that even the ones that think they're doing just fine, they have family members who are suffering because of that person giving all of their time and attention and everything to the church. Yeah. Yeah. My dad would claim that he's just fine. Like mm-hmm. he's doing the Lord's work and you're supposed to give 100%, blah, blah, blah. But his children have suffered because of it. For sure. And his wife, Jesus, my poor mom, having yeah. to deal with him and all of his important callings and missions, and she just has to go along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. The worst is just the way he passes judgment on everyone who doesn't measure up. Mm-hmm. Take on all the callings you want. Go to church as many times or the temple as much as you want. Yeah. Just don't judge other people. Yeah. Seriously. But that's the thing is Mormonism, they just keep telling you, do more, do more, do more, do more. And that right there is the catalyst, the first thing that had me want to take a step back because mm-hmm. I was exhausted. Right. I was done. You broke your foot or toe or something. I, well, yeah, I, I broke my toe, kicking a door because I was angry because I, I was just, I was miserable. And You became an alcoholic right away with your one beer <laughs> no, a week. I was a heroin addict. That's where I was headed. Thanks, <laughs> okay. dumbass bishop. I didn't even have any issues with Mormonism at that time. Like, I hadn't thought through any of it. I still figured it was all true. It was just when I had had my seventh baby, and they still wanted me teaching Sunday school, and I was exhausted. I was exhausted, and I I was homeschooling, and I just needed a break. And so I asked if I could be released from my calling, which is not something you do lightly. Like, you get in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. Actually, Brent was the one who had to ask the bishop if I could be released from my calling. Because then, of course, the bishop wanted to talk to me, like, well, what's going on? Why mm-hmm. can't you blah, blah, blah? And so really for me, it was this idea of you have to do everything, which finally just broke me. Yeah. I probably would have stayed Mormon if it would have been less work intensive. I wouldn't even have bothered looking into the history or— Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Carry on with the letter. Okay. okay. You have the choice of pretending to adhere and live up to these ridiculous standards while judging those who don't. Or admitting your failures and subjecting yourself to the abusive, demeaning, and sadistic punishments handed out by the church. Those are great choices. Isn't that fantastic? (laughs) That's so great. Oh, you know what? Mm. So just today, someone posted in our Facebook discussion group. By the way, if you have not joined our Facebook discussion group, like, what is wrong with you? It's such a good time in there. (laughs) So it's Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion. Shelly will shame you. 
oh, I will shame the shit out of you because it's a great group and everyone's very supportive and they talk about the episodes and things. Anyway, go on Facebook, Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Discussion, answer a couple of questions and they'll let you in. You shall be allowed to enter. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, they were discussing the Foom Pod from the most recent episode and it was ecclesiastical endorsement. Mm -hmm. And someone told about how when they were newly married— her husband worked for the church. And if you work for the church, you also have to have this ecclesiastical endorsement every year. And his bishop, who would be the person signing off on this, would use this to control her husband by saying, oh, we need volunteers for blah, blah, blah at the cannery, or we need someone to come clean the church or whatever it is, and would tell him, I need you to do this. And if you don't, I can't sign off your ecclesiastical endorsement because you're supposed to be doing all the things for the church. Oh my God. So basically worked the hell out of this guy holding this endorsement over his head or the guy would lose his job. Wow. What a fucker. I thought that was about getting into BYU or staying there. I, I didn't realize, but, you're, okay. but they were right. No, it is all church employment. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Employment meaning people are actually getting paid? Yeah. Okay. Like a couple people here and there. Tech guys. I know um, Brent interviewed for a job at the church way, way forever ago, and he was offered the job, but what he couldn't stand was during the interview, they were telling him, you're expected to dress in your Sunday best. Mm. You're expected to pray before your shift and pray at the end of your shift. Like, it was just so (laughs) church. Brent's like, I'm a computer guy. I just want to go fix your computers. Uh-huh. Like, that's what I'm being hired for. But it's this, you know, you have to be a good Mormon or you can't have this yeah. job. Well, you know, my mother and my sister both worked at the Christian Broadcasting Network. Oh, there you go. And yeah. they had prayer at noon every day. What a way to ruin your lunch. Like, <laughs> I'm in the middle of my tuna sandwich here. Well, I think it was like a prayer thing. They did a tiny sermon. I don't know what the fuck that they did. It's nuts. But yeah, that was expected that you go every day. I remember Brent telling me about his interview. You're like working on computer servers in the dust, mm-hmm. right, in these basements, but you are wearing a suit. <laughs> right. And you're meeting together for prayers. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad he didn't take that job. I'm so glad already at that point he was like, I don't want mm-hmm. to be controlled that much. Otherwise, we'd probably be in Utah. For sure. Anyway. Before we get back into Jeanette's letter, which is like the best name ever it made my day, let's take a quick break. Okay, I'm going to spray myself with some Stetson. (laughs) Okay, you do that. (laughs) And then we'll make out. Oh, really? I don't know. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Be right back. Mm Mm-hmm. We are supported by BetterHelp.com. We have mental health professionals periodically on our show, and we wanted to find an affordable online therapy option for our listeners. I think BetterHelp is it. Yep. They will assess your needs, match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can always change counselors if you want. You can send messages to your counselor and receive timely responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's more affordable than just normal counseling, and financial aid is available. And through this exclusive offer, LDLers get 10% off their first month. Visit betterhelp.com slash LDL. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LDL for 10% off your first month. Start living a happier life today. We're back. Okay, enough about me. Let's <laughs> go back to Gina Tay. Let's do it. Okay. The entire religion is predicated on standards of belief, behavior, and service that no human being is capable of living up to. You have the choice of pretending to adhere and live up to these ridiculous standards while judging those who don't, or admitting your failures and subjecting yourself to the abusive, demeaning, and sadistic punishments handed out by the church. Unless you're talking about shit that actually matters and should be punished. The Mormon church is literally a breeding ground for child molesters. My girlfriend and at least one other family member were victims of one. Wow. Ugh. The fact that no punishment could erase the lifelong trauma of such a crime should not be a justification for no punishment to be given. 
The perpetrator in this case was directed to live outside of the home, away from his own children for only one year. Oh, God. His wife, complicit in the abuse, received no punishment. Oh, man. The other victim I mentioned still practices Mormonism and is currently repenting being punished for breaking the law of chastity as an adult after she self-reported to her bishop. If that isn't fucked up, then I don't know what is. Yeah, for sure. God. Fuck you, Mormon church. Ugh. Lord. There's more. I'm scrolling. Can you hear that scroll? Click, click. You know, my computer doesn't make clicky sounds when you scroll. Well, I can do that without making the... Anyway. (laughs) Another way that my girlfriend suffered was by being raised in the traditionally large Mormon family. She was the second of seven children, and her mother did not work outside of the home. The family survived on one income. This obviously meant that their lifestyle was far from lavish, and they often went without many things, including the quantity and quality of necessities, such as food and health care. Whoa, because you know you got to pay that tithing, probably. Pay that tithing. Mm -hmm. Pay that tithing. No matter how poor their family was, they always paid their tithing because (laughs) they were good Mormons. Yeah. They also selected an even more impoverished family to sponsor for Christmas every year. It seems ridiculous to an outsider like me that poor families are donating to each other when tithing funds could be used to help those in need instead of building unneeded temples and paying the quarm of the dickheads. Or stockpiling stockpiling, $100 billion. this letter came in before the stockpiling thing broke. Wow. But then I guess that's what fast offerings are for. No amount of self-sacrifice is too much when you're Mormon because charity never faileth. (laughs) My girlfriend and I recently had a conversation about how she struggles with allowing me to do things for her. It's hard for her to accept my help in many ways, whether financially, with parenting, chores around the house, etc. As a child, she always served her family by helping to care for her younger siblings instead of being cared for as much as she needed or deserved. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. She was loved, but that is different than actually being cared for. She participated in church and served her various callings. She married young, as good Mormons do, and was pregnant within a year. Oh my gosh. Sweetie. She explained to me that she was taught by experience that her value was measured only in the capacity of being a good mother to her children and as a sexual object for men. God. She's unaccustomed to being loved and cherished and in many ways even unaccustomed to being valued as a human being. She resists assistance because she is afraid to become a burden to me and eventually lose my love. Oh, that's heartbreaking. A lot of true believing Mormons will argue that's not what the Mormon church teaches. Mm-hmm. You know, women are just as important, blah, blah, blah. Why then do we have countless, countless, countless people writing in saying, I was just an object for baby uh-huh. making? Yeah. That had to come from somewhere. Uh-huh. So whether they're actually reading it out of the manual or that's just the culture or you look into Mormon history and that's actually what they would say, it's there, Mormons. People aren't making this yeah. shit up. And whether or not it's a blatant teaching so many women end up with that feeling that mm-hmm. it is being taught. It might be um, subconscious. It might be just sort of an undercurrent of what's happening, yeah, but, but it's, it's getting in. That's the message you're receiving yeah. as a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While all of the bullshit that comprises the Mormon religion makes me feel angry, it makes my girlfriend feel angry and stupid. A horrible combination. Aww. Sweetie, you are not stupid. You were brainwashed and you were surviving that Is she going to enjoy this Stetson name we've given her? I think she's going to change her name to Stetson. <laughs> it's fucking badass. I mean, when your girlfriend's name is Gina Tay, you might as well be Stetson. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not stupid. You were brainwashed. And really, yeah. you were brainwashed and just trying to get by in a huge Mormon family. You survived. Survival doesn't mean you were stupid. No. She did what she could. Yeah. 
especially since a lot of her anger is directed back on herself for having believed in and supported the Mormon church nearly Uh, all of her life. Sweetie, we all did. I know. We were all brainwashed. I know. If we had actual choice-making abilities, none of us would have done that. Well, what were you supposed to do? This is what they were feeding you over and over and over, at least once a week, possibly more than that if you had callings or you went on missions or you were a visiting teacher or whatever. Like, you heard this stuff constantly. I have a parallel to draw. I just thought of this. Um, You're raised in America. You speak English. You move away from America to Mexico, and then you're kicking yourself that you can't speak Spanish. Right. Why would you be able to speak Spanish? It was never taught to you. Right. And English was all you knew. Yeah. That was fucking brilliant what I just came up with. (laughs) (laughs) And you can use that for Italian. You really can. You can use that for... Pig Latin? No. Latin? Mm -hmm. Does anyone like... I don't really... No, just in like mass. Let's just stick with Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Or mass. Yeah. It's like suddenly you're called to be the Pope and you need to like... And you're mad. That's a calling right there. (laughs) Oh, God. I would rock as Pope. (laughs) Me in those sexy robes. I like the hat. You would not... Be able to resist my advances in those sexy robes. I could be under that robe and nobody would know. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We need lightning rods right now to protect us. Yeah, but if there is a God, he, he, she, they, them is laughing right now. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's a good one, the robes, and she's hiding under the robes Uh and speaking in Latin about me. It's great. (laughs) See, even Domino's laughing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's people across the street replacing their roof today, and so we're going to be just hearing Domino barking. All day long. Fun. And it's the house of the hated beagle. There's a, a lady there that owns a beagle. I think that's a book by Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> the hated beagle. <laughs> the house of the hated beagle. <laughs> Should we try to get through the last paragraph? It would be nice. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we talked about Stetson feeling stupid. Yeah, totally understandable. Yeah. So, but not necessary. It's, no. It's going to be okay, Stetson. Yeah, yeah you're it not is. stupid. I feel weird calling her Stetson. We don't know her name. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Anyway, Gina Tay says she is not stupid, nor is anyone else who was fed these lies by every single figure of authority in their lives. She was raised a victim, and she was smart enough to see past all of the lies and abuse. My girlfriend, and Shelly, and Mary, even if it wasn't Mormon shit, it was still shit. Yeah. And so many of your listeners who write in and tell their stories, you are all amazing. Aw, that's fantastic. Oh, shout out to everyone. I love that. so sweet. Your shelves all broke, but that did not break you. I have the luxury of listening to this podcast every week and just enjoying it for what it is, laughing at all the ridiculous crap and getting fired up about the truly despicable things. Yeah. For so many of your listeners, though, this is like going to therapy and the triggers can reopen old wounds. Well, you know, um, sorry, not sorry. I think this is so good that we are getting everybody to look at this stuff. I really do. I think... We all need to be willing to look at our past and have to start to unravel it to be able to heal from it and to take the sting out of it. Yeah. When we laugh at it, we say, religious trauma, you are not the boss of me. You don't have power over me anymore. I'm going to say, fuck you and laugh in your face because you don't have power anymore. Yeah. I'm taking that back. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I am a completely different emotional person regarding my Mormonism since a year ago when we started the podcast. Oh, yeah, you are. Because I hadn't even analyzed anything yet. I didn't even know how fucked up I was. I didn't know how much stuff was in there. And yeah, I still uncover things from time to time, but I've come such a long way. You have. This podcast is like kind of like your journal entries. It is. (laughs) You can go back and look at where you were a year ago. Oh, wow. 
take him to my therapist. He'll be like, well, you don't need to pay me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the letter. I truly admire the courage and strength that it takes to break free from this cult. I haven't really covered all of what my girlfriend has been going through or struggles with now, but she and anyone else who has made it through these things and has refused to continue living as a victim is a complete badass. Absolutely. That's right. Instead of looking back and and feeling stupid, look back and be like, I got out of that shit. Yeah. I got out of that shit. Yeah, change your perspective. Yeah. I broke free and so many others haven't, and I did. Yeah, I invite everyone to look at it a different way. Stop blaming yourself if you can. Yeah. And blame the church. Yeah. Put the blame where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And then flip them off and keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, and eventually you'll be like, meh. Some people actually have been out of the church so long, including me, out of Mm -hmm. my evangelical background. I'm like, meh. Who cares? That's true. But it takes years sometimes to get to that point. We interviewed um, Zelf on the Shelf, both Tanner and Samantha recently. Um, Their episode will be out, I don't know, in a few weeks sometime. (laughs) And Samantha had been out of the church for like years. Yeah. And so when I was asked these deeper questions, it was hard for her to go back. Kind of muster up the anger and remember. And she's like, you know, it's been so long. I hardly think about it. It's been so long. Yeah. And I think she was actually able to look back and sort of— Take the good parts with her mm-hmm. because the hurt was gone. Yeah. The anger was gone. Um, the grief part of leaving that community was gone. Yep. And even if you can't find any good things to take with you, that's fine. That's Leave okay it all. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the jello. <laughs> that shit's good. Is it? <laughs> it's a dessert. It's jelly. a salad. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Additionally, To be a gay ex-Mormon is pretty much like coming out twice. Oh, so true. (laughs) So true. Stetson, you're a badass. For sure. Look at what you've done. That's amazing. You know, the church taught you shame. Mm -hmm. It's just natural that you would now think I'm also shameful or a bad person for believing it. I'm so stupid for believing it. That shame is ingrained in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the church taught it to you. Yep. Your parents probably taught it to you because they were members of the church. That's the thing that you're going to need to look at in your life is how do I switch from being a person enmeshed in shame to being free and a confident woman who is like, you know what? Fuck everybody who doesn't uphold me. Mm -hmm. That's really hard to recognize in yourself. I know I struggle with that as well. It takes someone pointing out to me, you got out of a cult. Your entire family is still in. Yeah. And you not only came out of the closet, you also left a cult that teaches being gay is wrong. You got divorced. You did all that. I don't recognize that. Yeah. You know. Sometimes you do. Mostly that's just my life. It takes practice. Yes. And it, it takes, a lot of times it takes someone pointing that out. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of am a badass, but mm-hmm. I don't think about that. I just feel stupid again for having not realized this sooner. You go back and forth. I do. And Um, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take some days you feel like a dumbass, and then the next day you feel like a badass. Mm -hmm. As long as the word ass is involved in your feelings, you're doing pretty good. Sometimes I'm a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just an ass. (laughs) No, but it's going to go back and forth. Yeah, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. For sure is. Okay. Additionally, to be a gay ex-Mormon is pretty much like coming out twice. For most of us, that's hard to do even once. Yep. Anyone who has that kind of bravery is incredible and deserves to see that strength within themselves instead of feeling stupid. My girlfriend and all of the ex-Mormons who stood up for themselves and others in their choice to leave the church are the real beautiful people, Mm -hmm. not the people still practicing and pretending to be righteous. Thanks again, Shelly and Mary, for your bravery in telling your stories and bringing so many more to light. Sincerely, Gina Tay. Gina Tay. (laughs) P.S. 
please consider doing a Mormon song episode. Possible candidates for lyrical analysis. I want to be a mother and got Ugh. a dime in my pocket. Some of these make me wonder what the actual fuck. <laughs> Gina Tay, they make us wonder what the actual fuck as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a great letter. Oh, so good. Gina Tay, thanks for writing in. Stetson, hang in there. Yeah. It gets easier. It really does. It and does. good for you for listening to the podcast yeah. and not just stopping because it's bringing up old hurts. Yeah. Analyzing and talk with each other. Gina Tay does not think that you're stupid. No. Stetson, clearly. She thinks we you're don't. a hero. Nobody yeah. thinks you're stupid except no. for you, and you are wrong. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean to say. Shelly means that in a really loving yeah, way. Yeah, what I mean is you're not stupid <laughs> and I love you. Um, but look at what you've done. Look at what you've come yes. out of. Yes. It's amazing. Take that as strength. Yeah. Allow yourself permission, even if it's just now and then, to think, hey, I left this horrible traumatic thing that abused me. That's amazing. Yeah. Remember, don't feel that you're stupid because you don't speak Spanish. Like, it was never taught to you. Good analogy, baby. Thank you. Or Italian. I like my analogy. Yep. I want to make did. a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. You did really well with Thanks. that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Stetson, you're amazing. Yep. Gina Tay, wow. What an amazing, supportive letter. Not only talking about your girlfriend, but to all of our listeners. So thank you for that. I love that so much. Thank you. Uh, before we wrap this up, I want to do another little plug for, and I don't remember if we've done we this plugging? yet, channels. Oh, shit. Let's plug it. Go. Yeah, because, you know, we record these sometimes out of order, so yeah. I'm not sure if we've already talked about it. Possibly we have, but we're going to talk about it again. Mm-hmm. We have partnered with Marco Polo. It's that app that allows you to do video messages. It's awesome. It really is. It's so fun. And we have partnered with them to create this new app called Channels. Mm-hmm. What they're having us do right now is get people to sign up. We get to actually see all the responses. It's pretty fun. Oh, we've had some super oh, funny responses. Yeah. Because one of the questions is, why are you interested in joining or something like that? And some of them are like, because I love this podcast or because they've created this fantastic community or... Possible underboob sighting. <laughs> <laughs> or possibility of an underboob sighting. That's the best one. So great. That's so hilarious. Great. It's funny because we're working with these executives at Marco Polo and they're reading these and then they're contacting <laughs> us and like dying laughing. Like, oh my God, your fans are hilarious. That's I'm like, hilarious. Yeah, told you, they're the best. <laughs> So if you are interested in joining us, there is a charge Mm -hmm. associated with this. We're still working that out because, you know, Marco Polo is a business. Yep. And they got to keep the lights on. They got to pay their employees. And Mm -hmm. they're going to be giving us a percentage. So that's all fantastic. What you need to do if you are interested is go to latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. Mm -hmm. And there is a link there to sign up. You don't put any credit card down or anything right now. You just indicate that you're interested in learning more about it. Yep. Those of you who have no experience with Marco Polo, basically what it will be is Mary and I, or just me or just Mary, whatever, we will send out a video message and everyone in that channel can see that video message and then they can respond to it with their own video message. Mm -hmm. And the people in the group can reply to each other with Mm -hmm. video messaging. Mm -hmm. So it's just a more personal way to connect with each other and with us. Because honestly, you know just about everything about me. And I would love to get to know more about you and let you as a group get to know each other better because I think we need community. Yeah, For sure. Yeah. So that's still ongoing and more to come as we know more. But yeah, if get, you're get interested. Get there and sign up and get more information. Yeah. Latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. And if you would like to send us a letter to be read on this podcast, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. 
Also, if you are a patron and you are writing in, please put I am a patron somewhere in the subject line and we will bump your letter up to the top. Bump it up, baby. Mm-hmm. It's a little special bonuses that you get when you support our podcast. <laughs> that's hint, right. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going to do it for another letters episode. What a great episode. Yeah. Probably because I was reading it. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or because Gina Tay and Stetson are amazing. <laughs> Gina Tay, that really made me laugh. That's so funny because I have no idea <laughs> yeah, that I know joke. that was the best part. I read it and suddenly Mary's like falling over in her chair and I'm I'm, I'm like laughing along because it's clearly it's got to be funny, but I don't know why. I'm going to pull up uh, an old Gina Tay commercial from like 75 <laughs> or whenever that was. I don't remember I when it came out. I was barely born. <laughs> Mary was already wearing Gina Tay by the time I was born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're eight years apart, everybody. It's not creepy. What? Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. You told me. Uh, it's not creepy. You don't act like you're 59. What the? Okay, n- everyone stop listening to Shelly Johnson. What are you, 52? 53. What the cut, fuck are cut you? Cut that out, Dan. No, leave it in, Dan. 50, 52. Or are you 53? Oh, my God. Can we just wrap this up, please? Fine, I'm 45. Okay, go. We're all being honest here. Mm-hmm. 53, fine. Okay. <laughs> With the body of a 22-year-old. Okay, we're going to talk to all y'all next week. (laughs) Love you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.